Everyone has a story, and this is where we hear from you. Hey, welcome back to the Bobcast. Mr. Weaver here at Mount Vernon Junior High School. And I've got my student panel here along with Miss Brothers. And this is, what, episode six, isn't it? It is. Episode six, and the topic of discussion is bullying. Uh, let's introduce ourselves. We'll start uh, right here. If you tell me your first name and your grade level, and then we'll go around the horn. Hi, my name is Chase, and I'm in seventh grade. I'm Sean, and I'm in eighth grade. I'm Gabby, and I'm in 8th grade. My name is Clyde, and I'm in 7th grade. My name is Sarah, and I'm in 6th grade. And my name is Jillian Brothers, and I am the social worker here. And we're talking about bullying. You know, the definition of bullying is deliberate, aggressive behavior that's intended to harm someone. There are different types of bullying, one of which being physical bullying, and that's where you see hitting, kicking, tripping in the hallway, bumping into someone, making them drop their things. Then you have verbal bullying, name-calling, insulting, rumors, gossip, and then you have social bullying, and that is ignoring someone, giving them the cold shoulder, kicking someone out of the group, making them feel unwelcome. The next kind is cyberbullying, and that is bullying that is done online via social media, maybe a online gaming room, but the use of media to harm or bully someone else. You know, start with eighth grade. So eighth grade, if you would just chime in after the two questions. So my question uh, for you guys and ladies, why do people bully and how do you think a bully picks their target? I think people bully each other because they get jealous, whether it's someone who has more than them or someone that has less than them. I think they also pick their target the same way. Some people pick their target because they have less than them, so it's easy to pick on them and find stuff to tease them about. But they also pick people who have more than them to try and show that they don't care that they have more than them, even though that's showing they do care. So that's a great point, Gabby. So, you, so simply, is this a jealousy thing or an insecurity thing? Yeah. Sean, do you have anything to add to that? I mean, why do people bully? How do you think the bully picks their target? I, I don't know how they pick their target. I feel like typically they don't pick their target. They just go after someone random. Okay, mm -hmm. so maybe they're just looking to put others down and they're not really worried about who it is specifically. Yeah. Yeah, random targets. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, I think bullying comes from a place of insecurity, right? So I think that's where you see things like you have more than me or less than me or I don't really care who I'm hurting because I'm insecure and I'm hurting and the more that I point to you, the less people are looking at me. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to seventh grade. Seventh grade, what, what say you? How does, how does a bully pick its target? Do, do they pick their target? Why do people bully? People bully because they are jealous and <clears throat> they want to seem on top and they want to make it seem like they're better than someone else and they're jealous of how that person could possibly get more or okay so a power imbalance or I want to make sure I mm -hmm. use the word dominance um, control maybe manipulate their way into you know gaining control of that situation people bully because they want to have more attraction than other people so they go for the most jealous people 
So, like, it shows other people that they need more attraction than other people. So, Sarah, have you ever heard the, say, the saying of, like, no one likes a bragger or no one likes someone who shines, you know? Because if you start shining, you're kind of bragging, and then other people feel, like, less than you, and then maybe that causes you to be a bully or, like, to want to gain the dominance of that situation? When people bully, they want to put themselves up and others down. Others up and people down, or themselves up and putting people down. You know, one thing I want to touch on that we discussed was that mismatch of power because that's something that's always included in bullying. If you have two people on the same level who are just maybe not being nice, that's unfortunate, but not necessarily bullying. With bullying, the target needs to feel that there's a mismatch of power. There's a reason that they can't stick up for themselves, you know, and then you've got that category of repetition. It's something that's happening more than once, has the potential to continue happening. Sometimes... It can feel like someone's hurting your feelings, and it's not bullying, it's teasing. With bullying, it's intended to harm. Teasing is not always intended to harm. It can it can cross a line where now you've taken it too far, but you're not looking to harm someone. And that's the difference between teasing and bullying. So teasing is okay, I mean, within reason. Within reason, right? If teasing, you're not meaning to harm someone and it does hurt their feelings, you are not responsible to tell that person to toughen up. That's not really our responsibility. Our responsibility is to worry about ourselves and to say, oh, you know, I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. Because I like to joke around a lot, and John, you like to joke around too, right? And you and I kind of banter back and forth. Gabby, I like what you were talking about earlier. I'm going to have you touch on this in a moment, but here's the question. What can you do if you're being bullied or you are the bully? And I like when you were talking about addressing the why. Yeah, so I think if you are a bully, you need to figure out why you are bullying people. Usually you're mad or sad, but that anger or sadness is taken out on the wrong people. And I think you need to figure out why you're mad or sad and address that problem. And then it's a lot easier to apologize to the people you were bullying. So how does that bully address that problem? Find someone they trust and they know would understand. It doesn't always have to be an adult. I think you just need to find someone that you trust and would not be like, yeah, they're a bully. Sometimes they'll have advice. Like if your problem is your parents are going through a divorce, then a lot of us have friends that have divorced parents and they might have advice of how to get through that more easily. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, So they need to seek help about the negative behavior that they're going through. Okay. You could go tell an adult to like, make sure they can handle it. Or you could either like walk away to make sure they won't bully you again. Or you could say, I don't really care if you're bullying me. And they'll maybe like lose interest in bullying you. Then you won't be bullied. Right. So if bullying is done with the intention to harm and you don't give the impression that it is harming you. you They might walk away. Yeah. They they may lose the the interest in trying to bully. Okay. So I'm just going to open this up. And this is for anyone. Have you experienced bullying before or maybe witnessed bullying? I witnessed bullying a few weeks ago. I saw a kid waiting for his bus and this group of four girls were getting mad at him because he was sitting over there where they were standing. They started judging him because of his haircut. They kept telling him that everybody, nobody's going to like him or anything. 
So how did that affect you when you saw that? It made me really feel bad for him. So, so. you were the bystander. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything about it? Did you go and... I actually went over there and told them that he was doing nothing to them. This was a riot in Miss Polling. Walked over there and confronts them after she noticed that he was getting mad and goes to the office and tells them to check the cameras. And So you sought, sought out an adult, okay. Um, anything else as far as being a witness to bullying or being bullied yourself? I used to be bullied often because, well, because of the way I dress and how my hair is. I've been told multiple times I look goth. Okay. And I don't like it, and it makes me angry about it. So, recently just ignored it, and it's kind of gone away. I used to be bullied all the time whenever I was younger, just because I was different. Okay, so like last week in the lesson, we talked about putting people in boxes, and we categorize people, right? And which my school thought is that we need to get rid of the boxes and put everyone in that one inner circle, right? Because no one likes to be picked out because of their differences or because of who they are or their family background or their family dynamics, correct? And it does affect you as a person. So rather than boxes, I like one big circle where we're all in the inner circle. And I think that speaks to what we were talking about earlier with um – leaning on others, getting advice from kids your age or adults that have different perspectives from you to help with something. Well, if we're all the same and none of us have differences, who do you turn to? What do you do when you have a problem? Because there's not going to be anybody else that's lived a life different from yours that you can help. Sarah, what, what do you think we can do in our school building? Well, you probably need to know what it looks like to like see someone being bullied. Um, and whenever you see that, then you know, like, how to help or, like, tell someone about it. Um, identify what bullying is because it may be just teasing, right? Okay. There was actually a survey done recently where they quizzed a bunch of middle schoolers in our country. Over 70% of those middle schoolers said that the reason they don't interfere when they see bullying is because they're not sure how to do that. You know, I love that point that you made, Sarah, the first step to trying to fix a problem is understanding what the problem is in the first place. And I think we do need, we need to celebrate our differences. I mean, we all have, I mean, if you look around the room, we're not the same, right? We, we are uniquely made, right? I mean, we have some similarities, but I don't know your family dynamics. I, I don't know your social economic. I think that's a big word. I don't know your financial situation, right? I don't know if you have, you know, if you're going back and forth between one parent and then the other or... Maybe you only have one parent, or maybe you're a foster child. I, we don't know your family dynamics, right? And so I don't think we need to put people in boxes. Again, we need to celebrate our differences and learn to get along together and embrace those differences, correct? Sure. So I think a big piece to understand, there are people who are enduring some pretty heavy things in life. Part of getting a good education, we're taught when we're little, as you get up, eat a good breakfast, get a good night's sleep the night before, make sure that you are cared for, you're wearing clean clothes, you're showering, you're doing all of those things, and that sets you up to have a great day. Unfortunately, not every student in this building has access to those things that are supposed to get you ready for a solid education. So it's like a race. We're, we're set up on the track, and some of us are starting at the starting line, but some of us are getting ready to start half a lap ahead of everyone else. That's not 
wrong of us to be ahead of the others or to be behind, but it is important to understand that when you use that empathy and you say, I don't understand why this person sleeps in class. I don't understand why they don't get their work done, why they don't understand this. Well, it's because they started half a lap behind you. You know, empathy helps to build compassion and compassion is what drives us to prevent bullying. If we have students here at school who are not being well taken care of, then school's a refuge for them. School is a place where they get a break. So what they don't need is to come to school and have to deal with our insecurities making them feel worse. Yeah, actually, I think we always say don't be nice to the bully because they are a bully. Usually the bully has the biggest insecurities, so I think we actually might need to be nice to the bully for once, and then maybe they'll stop bullying people because you made their day better. So demonstrate that love, that compassion, that empathy. I like it. So I'm going to go ahead and just close this out, and here's your challenge. You find at least two people outside of your friend group. Show them that you care, and show them that they matter. And with that, I'm just going to close this out, and we all said... Goodbye. Bye.